Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on essential Christian doctrines with this sermon entitled, Union with Christ, preached March 8, 2020. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to the book of Galatians, chapter 2, beginning with verse 20. The subject is Union with Christ. The gospel calls us to have fellowship with Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. His life, the life of Christ, flows into us continually. Dr. James Boyce says in his book on foundations... Paul, in his epistles, speaks about our union with Christ 164 times. It is the heart of our salvation. You ask, what is union with Christ? My professor, John Murray, at Westminster Theological Seminary says the following, listen, because it is difficult to understand. Union with Christ has its source in the election of God the Father before the foundation of the world and has its fruition in the glorification of the sons of God. The perspective of God's people is not narrow. It is broad and it is long. It is not confined to space and time. It has the expanse of eternity. Its orbit has two foresight. One, the electing love of God the Father in the councils of eternity. The other, glorification with Christ in the manifestation of his glory. The former has no beginning, the latter has no end. Why does the believer entertain the thought of God's determinate counsel with joy. Why can he have patience in the perplexities and adversities of the present? Why can he have confident assurance with reference to the future and rejoice in hope of the glory of God? The answer is given. It is because he cannot think of the past, present, or future apart from union with Christ. Point number one. Eternal election in Christ is the foundation of our salvation. As we read in Ephesians 1, 3, and 4, 
Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Matthew 7:13 and 14 enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it for destruction but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life eternal and only a few find it the elect are united with christ in his death and resurrection romans 6 4 and 5 we were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the father we too may have a new life an obedient life a blessed life if we have been united with him like this in his death we will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection Romans 4:25 he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification listen the elect will hear the gospel in time and be saved The legion demon man was an elect 2000 demons in one person Jesus sought him and saved him and sent him to evangelize his own people The publican was an elect and he prayed Lord have mercy upon me a sinner and he went home justified by Jesus forever Saint Paul was the worst sinner but he was an elect Saint Paul says in 1 Timothy 1:15 Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the worst. I say every elect sinner is the worst sinner. but god chose us to be saved the non elect will hear the gospel and reject it this is illustrated by the seed that 
fell on the pathway. Satan immediately comes and takes it away. You have met people like that. Most people are non-elect. Few are elect of the father before the creation of the world. And if you are elect, you will glory in what I am saying. The elect will die in Christ to go to heaven. We are not afraid of death. Christ delivered us from eternal death. 1 Thessalonians 4:14 and 16 we believe that Jesus died and rose again and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of the archangel And with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Psalm 116 verse 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Every elect person, when he dies, he goes to heaven in the spirit. The elect will be glorified to be with the Lord forever. 1 Thessalonians 4.17 After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we shall be with the Lord forever. Philippians 3, 20 and 21, our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. The elect sinners once were under God's wrath though from eternity in Christ to be saved. That's another mystery. Ephesians 2, 3 says all of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh And following its desires and thoughts, like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. Ephesians 2, 12 and 13, remember that at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel, foreigners to the covenants of promise, without hope. And without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. 
the source of our union with Christ is election of God the Father and the fruition in the glorification of elect to dwell with God in the new heaven and new earth where dwells no sin but only righteousness forever and ever listen to revelation 21:1 through 4 then i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away there was no longer any sea i saw the holy city the new jerusalem coming down out of heaven from god prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying now the dwelling of god is with men and he will live with them they will be his people and god himself will be with them and be their god he will wipe every tear from their eyes there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away the gospel call by god called and sent ministers will result in the elect having fellowship with jesus christ god's son first corinthians 1:9 says god who has called you into fellowship with his son jesus christ our lord is faithful he called us by the gospel preached by the man called and sent that you may have fellowship with his son 1 John 1:3 we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the father and with his son Jesus Christ this fellowship sir listen is joy unspeakable and full of glory Jonathan Edwards experienced this ecstasy and I have experienced my father has experienced my mother has experienced is joy unspeakable and full of glory John 14:23 If anyone loves me he will obey my teaching my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him joy unspeakable full of glory sir 1 Peter 1:8 Though you have not seen him you love him 
and even though you do not see him now you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy kingdom of god is righteousness peace and joy in the holy spirit it is not a depressed miserable life christians are filled with joy they have fellowship with god the father god the son through god the holy spirit this union with christ is spiritual a spiritual man is indwelt by and ruled by the spirit of god through the word of god Colossians 3:16 let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom as you sing psalms hymns and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God Ephesians 5:18 do not drunk on wine which leads to debauchery but be being filled with the holy spirit first corinthians 2:14 and 15 the man without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of god and he cannot understand them because he is unregenerate because they are spiritually discerned the spiritual man makes judgment about all things spiritual man has the mind of christ because he is regenerate he has a new intellect new will and new set of affections christ dwells in us by his holy spirit romans 8:11 And if the spirit of him who raised Jesus Christ from the dead is living in you continually living in us holy spirit the greatest reality in an elect person he is infinite eternal and the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead he is living in you he who raised Christ from the dead also will give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who lives in you two times spirit lives in us the greatest reality lives in us infinite god eternal god lives in us enlightening us empowering us guiding us in each decision making process when you pray he guides you union with christ is the central truth of the whole doctrine of salvation and you are hearing it in christ we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in christ the elect are sealed by the holy spirit 
you want security you are sealed speaking about security and ownership owned by god and he protects you he guides you you are owned by god and you also ephesians 1:13 were included in christ when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation having believed you were marked in him with this a seal the promised holy spirit and therefore we read Ephesians 4:30 do not grieve the holy spirit of god by sinning holy spirit doesn't like you sinning it is spitting on the face of the holy spirit therefore we must repent and do what god wants us to do do not grieve the holy spirit of god with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption not only that in christ we are made rich i am a very rich person sir so are you rich in god in 1 Corinthians 1:5:4 in him you have read that you have been enriched in every way in all your speaking and in all your knowledge Ephesians 1:13 1:3 Father has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ the greatest blessing my family experienced was god my mother would go into the closet and come out beaming face radiant she talked with god in christ we are made alive ephesians 2:5 god made us alive with christ even when we were dead in transgressions it is by grace you have been saved in christ we are justified galatians 2:17 if while we seek to be justified in christ in christ we are also sanctified 1 Corinthians 1:2 To the church of God in Corinth to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be holy together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ In Christ we are created for doing good works obedience ephesians 2:10 for we are god's workmanship created in christ jesus to do good works which god prepared in advance for us to do in christ we have eternal life Romans 6:23 for the wages of sin is death 
eternal death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, in union with Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has become our wisdom, righteousness, holiness, and redemption. 1 Corinthians 1.30 It is because of him you are in Christ Jesus. My own translation, who has become for us wisdom from God, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. In Christ we have everything. We lack nothing. And the second point, union with Christ is illustrated. First, we are the bride of Christ. The church consisting of the elect believers is the bride of Christ. Christ loved her and died for her eternal salvation, paid the highest price to redeem us. Ephesians 2, 5, 25 through 27, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy and what sir? Blameless. Blameless. Revelation 19, 7 and 8 Let us rejoice and be glad in and give him glory For the wedding of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Fine linen, bright and clean, was given to her to wear. Said, friends, we were poor debtors to God. Now we are rich in Jesus Christ, our husband, who owns everything. All our debts are his. That's what marriage does. All his riches are ours. We are God's treasure. The Bible says it is true. But it is a mystery. I believe it. I don't understand it. That we are God's treasure. I don't understand it. It is true. Titus 2.14, Jesus gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Deuteronomy 32.9, for the Lord's portion is his people. I don't understand it. But Jacob is his allotted inheritance, his treasure. We are treasure to whom? To God. And so we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And we are secure. 
who owns us god owns us he will protect you number 2 the vine and fruitful branches in john 15:5 and 6 jesus said i am the vine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him union with christ he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing what does that mean with god we can do all things if anyone does not remain in me he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers such branches are picked up thrown into the fire and burned speaking about eternal hell we are called effectually by the gospel preaching of the man called and sent by Christ as we read in 1 Corinthians 1:9 God has called you into fellowship with his son Jesus Christ our lord is faithful the effectual call results in fellowship with Christ to bear fruit more fruit and much fruit for the life of Christ flows continually into the branches apart from him we can do nothing number 3 Christ is the head the church his body Ephesians 1:22 and 23 we read and god placed all things under his feet and appointed him that is christ to be head over everything for the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills everything in every way the church is vitally united to christ the head who rules the church and provides for her every need. Jesus said I'll build my church. Listen now. Many churches are synagogues of Satan. Many churches are synagogues of Satan. Churches of antinomians. Such synagogues of Satan do not preach the gospel. they preach lies like that a christian does not have to repent of his sins and obey lord jesus salvation is absolutely free of any obligations they are demon possessed people sir they lie from the pulpit and the church is full of people because you don't have to repent or obey Jesus Christ all these are lies as Jesus said in Matthew 7:21 through 23 not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven many will say to me on that day Lord Lord did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons perform many miracles you know demons can perform miracles sir 
Jesus said so. Then I will tell them plainly I never knew you away from me you evil doers. Pastor's translation go to hell. Many antinomian evangelical church teach this heresy. The head of such church is Satan not the Lord Jesus Christ. Number 4 spiritual temple Ephesians 2:20 through 22 This temple is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord and in him you two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Isaiah 28:16 so this is what the sovereign lord says see i lay a stone in zion tested stone a precious cornerstone for a sure foundation the one who trusts will never be dismayed. what must i do to be saved believe on the lord jesus christ and you will be saved and your household matthew 7:24 through 26 therefore everyone who hears these words of mine pastor's translation obeys them and obeys them he is like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock not everyone has the foundation on the rock all four soils are in the church eventually they leave but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand first peter 2 4 through 5 listen as you come to him the living stone rejected by men but chosen by god and precious to him you also like living stones are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood offering spiritual sacrifices we offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ in this illustration Christ is the foundation and each believer is built on the foundation of Christ and connected to every member of God's church as the body is connected vitally to Christ the head and to each member of the body we practice what scripture says love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind with all your strength and love your neighbor as yourself there is no commandment greater than this finally sir we are the family of god listen 
the family of god we are the family of god sir if christ is the head of the church which consists of all his elect members of christ's body then every true believer belongs to god's family so we are sons and daughters of god we are brothers and sisters in god's family we all enjoy union with christ and fellowship with god and fellowship with each other we are interested how are you doing do you have any need yeah we are interested in knowing Galatians 6:10 Therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers family sir Luke 10:27 He answered love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself this means we must pray for each other and minister to each other meeting each other's needs as members of god's family ephesians 6:18 and 19 and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints do you pray for me sir do you pray for all the saints with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints pray also for me that whenever i open my mouth words may be given so that i will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel acts 242 they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer First Corinthians 14:26 What then shall we say brothers when you come together everyone has a hymn or a word of instruction a revelation a tongue or an interpretation all these must be done for the strengthening of the church we have a responsibility to strengthen other people Romans 12:6 through 8 we have different gifts according to the grace given us if a man's gift is prophesying let him prophesy in proportion to his faith if it is serving let him serve if it is teaching let him teach if it is encouraging let him encourage if it is contributing to the needs of others let him give what sir generously that's one good thing money can do give it away if it is leadership let him govern diligently if it is showing mercy let him do cheerfully if any brother or sister has any need we must help that person joyfully he who stole let him steal no longer let him work with his hands 
that he may be able to give to those in need. Listen. 1 John 3:16 through 18. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid his life down for us and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother or sister in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue but with actions and in truth. Yeah, I practice it. I give it away. I spend very little on myself. Acts 2, 44 and 45, all the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods. They gave to anyone as he had need. Acts 4, 34 and 35, there were no needy persons among them for from time to time those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought money, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Romans 12:13 you read the other day share with God's people who are in need practice hospitality it is miserable to live alone so you invite people cook some food especially poor people the elect of God is indwelt by the holy spirit And the first fruit of the Spirit is what, sir? Sacrificial love. So we must love our brothers and sisters even as Christ loved the church and died for her salvation. Let us turn to John 15, 10. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my father's commands and remain in his love. This is the heart of union with Christ. We are told Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. And became the author of salvation to all who? How dare you wicked man. You said you don't have to repent. You don't have to obey. The devil rejoices in you. Because you are going to the same place the devil is going to be sent. Union with Christ means... His life flows into you to produce fruit and more fruit and much fruit for the glory of God the Father. Heavenly Father, we pray that you help us not to be fake Christians, wicked Christians who fill the church where 
they do not preach the gospel they preach absolutely free they preach you don't have to repent you don't have to obey help us to be filled with your word and be filled with your spirit yes. to do your will for the glory of god the father yes. who chose us from eternity past to be holy and blameless in his sight we pray this in jesus name amen, amen. grace valley christian center is committed to the unchanging truth of the holy scriptures We have been proclaiming the whole counsel of God since 1974 through our weekly worship services, our website resources, and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Reverend PG Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.